Welcome to the RCPS Community Partner Cafe. We're glad you're here. This podcast is for parents, community partners, and anyone interested in learning more about education, child development, and other topics related to Rockingham County Public Schools, Virginia. I am your host, Katie Lapira, Coordinator of Community Engagement, along with school social worker Donna Delisle. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Episode 8 of RCPS Community Partner Cafe. Today, we're going to be talking to two more of our school counselors. We're joined today by Sandy King, who is a school counselor out at East Rock High School, and Laura Ogden, who is a school counselor at Elkton Middle School. We're also joined by my co-host, Donna Delisle, and welcome, everybody. Let's get started. Hi, Katie. Good to be here. Hi. Laura and Sandy, thank you for being here uh, and sharing your information and and knowledge about the middle and high school years. Uh, We've been in school now for a little over a month, and I I know that some of our students, uh, this may be their first experience in a middle school or high school setting. Uh, It may also be their last year of middle school or high school. So we're going to get started, I think, with the middle school, Laura. Just kind of looking at what do you think parents can expect to see their children experience in their first month or two of that middle school year? Well, when you think about, I mean, every year of middle school, even though there's only three of them, they're such unique and big years in kids' lives. The first year of middle school might be the first time that they're mixed in together with kids from different elementary schools. It's the first experience with more than one teacher, with lockers, with electives, with being able to take your Chromebook home at night. Like All the things that happen, the beginning of middle school brings so much new for everybody. And then in seventh grade, it still is, I mean, there's still changes. And then you look at eighth grade where they're sort of ready to be moving on, but they're still here. And in most Rockingham County middle schools, we change the schedule for eighth graders. So it looks a little more like the high school schedule. And so they have to get used to that, only having their classes every other day, things like that. And so when you look at all of that, each of these years, everything just is so different than it was before. And that brings that brings some excitement. That can be really cool. I'm hearing a lot of kids saying, oh, I love that I get to meet new people or that we have different classes or, but it also brings a lot of, it, there's, it's just a lot. Yeah. It's just a lot to handle every day. And so it's exhausting. <laughs> um, and at, by this point, I think, I'm feeling it as a parent of a middle schooler. I'm feeling it as a counselor of a middle schooler. Just even this morning being in the building, um, people are tired. And that's that's just something we have to be ready to support. It's exhausting. So the behaviors that a parent may see at home is more tiredness and mm-hmm. perhaps more anxiety or questions that they may ask more of their parents. Yeah. And just that irritability that comes with being tired and with having everything in your life being changing all the time. Your body's changing, your mind's changing, your friends are changing, your social experiences are changing, and you just are not going to always react in the way that you wish you had. What do you think um, parents can support or encourage in terms of these new skills that a middle schooler may have to start relying on? So I think one of the big ones 
is to help work on problem solving. And that's a really like in a really sort of explicit way, like talking through how you are solving a problem in your life, um, whether it's a big problem, like a relationship, you know, trying to figure things out or a small problem, like how are we going to make sure that everybody gets lunch situated in the morning, like just talking through those steps so kids can figure out themselves, start to learn themselves how to engage in the problem solving process. I lost my Chromebook. Where was the last place I had it? How can I ask my teacher for help? Or who do I need to ask for help? All those like the steps of just figuring out who can help you solve a problem and what you need to do so that you can more independently work through situations and so that you know when you need to ask for help and who those people are that are available to help you. What kind of uh, insight would you want to share with our parents in terms of the educational piece, in terms of what can parents expect that would be different in educational expectations versus elementary to middle? So that's a big jump educationally. For one thing, it's just difficult to manage more the expectations of different teachers. And it's a wonderful opportunity for them to have different perspectives and different expertise in different fields. But they're just the rigor raises in middle school, the expectations raise and And they are expected to be a bit more independent in their ability to figure things out. Now, we work really, really hard to scaffold that transition, right? To start, you know, sixth grade teachers are helping a lot more with this is what you need to do today and things like that till we get to eighth grade when we're trying to prepare them to be high schoolers. And so we're letting them take a little bit more ownership of the day-to-day expectations and, and their personal education. But yeah, and I'll say, you know, Math gets hard in seventh grade. There are just things that are different in middle school that they haven't heard yet. And so that's exciting. That's a great opportunity to have new information, but it also, it just is going to require them to develop some new skills as far as being able to persevere through difficult work, to keep trying, even if it's hard, to let yourself make a mistake and learn from it rather than give up. And those are all things that we can support as parents can support our middle schoolers in doing. They may come home with their first B or their first C and be devastated and we can work them through. Well, if you did your best, let's figure out how we can we can make this a learning experience. It's okay. It's hard, and we're going to learn. But we're going to learn more. So, that's uh, very important to remember that it is moving into more independence uh, mm-hmm. than what was in elementary school. Uh, so, as a school counselor, how do you see your role uh, in terms of what you can offer the middle school students? Well. We're here for all kinds of things. We are here to support academics by helping students, um, making sure students are in a schedule that's supporting them academically, that are in classes that they're interested in if they have opportunities. We are here to support them in communicating with teachers if they need extra help or if they need whatever they need. We're here to support them in sort of career exploration. We talk about in middle school that career exploration is about sort of opening the windows to that there's all these jobs out there. We want you to learn about all the different possibilities for yourself, learn a little bit about what you're interested in, what you value, and then um, 
as you start to narrow that focus as you work towards opportunities that might be available to you in high school and beyond. So we're about opening that. We're here to support personal and social growth. So if students choose to come and talk to us about things they've got going on, we can work with parents on how to support kids through this tough time. When I talk about being exhausted, um, there's a lot going on socially and, and emotionally right now, too. And so we can be here to sort of help help problem solve that. We're here to partner with parents on what's going on at school and what they're noticing at home so that we can support their kids in having the best experience possible here at, here at school. That's great, Laura. Yeah, a lot of skills building, it sounds like. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you very much. That was very uh, very informative. And Sandy, uh, now we're going to move into the the years of high school. You know, this is definitely a time of a lot of changes, uh, like, again, what Laura was talking about in middle. But in high school, we have kids maybe learning how to drive. They're uh, thinking of those after-school plans. Uh, so tell us a little bit about what what parents can expect to see their child experience in those maybe high school years. Much like what Laura was saying, there's a range of feelings, right? So the obvious one we typically think of is feelings of overwhelm and nervousness, especially the ninth graders who are asking questions, will I get lost at school? Am I going to be bullied? Will I have classes with my friends? What will lunch look like? Also, though, the ninth graders are finding, oh my gosh, this is way better than middle school. And there's a level of excitement as well. Um, more freedoms. Now they can wear hats. And they're just having to learn how to self-govern a little bit more. So I would say the range of nervousness, anxiety, excitement, but it is a, it's a big juggling act coming from, like Laura was mentioning, from elementary to middle, all of a sudden you have higher academic demands. And that certainly would be the case at high school. All of a sudden these credits, all these classes they take are for credit. We're working towards graduation. So there is more more weight added to their um, academic plate, certainly. And also just, again, the juggling, if they're involved in sports, along with academics, along with the new social circle, it's a lot. For our seniors, you know, certainly they would be looking at uh, slightly through a different lens. They are being asked constantly, what are you going to do after high school? What are your post-secondary plans? And so if you are a student who is thinking about going into the workforce, that's in the back of your mind. This is my last year of high school. I need to make it count. And they are often juggling a job as well. And if you're thinking of perhaps going, continuing your education, you have college deadlines and applications that are coming up and your parents probably feeling kind of weepy and nostalgic on top of all of this. It's a lot. Yeah. It is. It's those are big years. So for our parents, what what sort of recommendations would you want to give in terms of how parent can help support and promote some of these uh, skills that are needed and the changes that are happening? Yeah, I loved what Laura shared about skill building. That would be my number one is for parents to increase their tolerance for frustration and their ability to self-regulate. So often when we see our children in strife or struggle, our immediate reaction is to swoop in and to speak on their behalf and to solve the problem. And we are finding that when parents do that, and I'm guilty as well, 
we are we are leaving kids with a lack of skills, um, and we would like to teach them resilience. And what we are asking is for parents to sit back, watch the struggle, come alongside them, but to not solve the problem for them. We really want them to teach self-advocacy, whether that is if you have a question about the grade that the student is approaching the teacher, if they have a problem with their schedule, that the student is making an appointment with the school counselor, that they are monitoring their grades. We really just want to teach that students learn to be their own voice, that they speak for themselves. And that doesn't mean that the parents are completely in the background, but that we are asking a little more of our students. And we think that would go a long way towards launching children into the adult world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, So in terms of your role as a high school counselor, what are some of the things that you provide for the students? Mm -hmm. I'm especially thinking during that first month, sometimes it's just a listening ear, somebody who's not emotionally tied up with whatever is going on for them. So a listening ear, but also somebody to say, hey, we have been working in this high school for a long time and your needs aren't necessarily brand new, but just really normalizing what they're going through, pointing them to support services if necessary, making referrals, or maybe just academic advising and providing a few coping skills. But again, normalizing what it is to struggle and instilling resilience and um, self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like the word, the, the resilience. I think that goes a long way. Uh, in terms of post uh, high school. Thank you both. In sort of these closing minutes, I'd like to just open it up and see if but either of you have any other th- comments or information you'd like to share. I would just encourage parents to be involved in their students' lives, whether that means knowing who their teachers are, reading the announcements, paying attention to attendance, going to their school events if their student is open to that, but just have a lot of background knowledge of what their student may be going through and fostering um, a family structure of compassion and openness so that when kids do get in a bind, they know that they have a safe place to land. Good point. Good point. Oh, I love that. And also, it can be hard sometimes. I know it is. But just find the moments that you can enjoy with your kids through all these stages. Because there's some really, really cool stuff that's happening in their brains, in their ability to interact with you and with the world. And even in those moments when it's hard to find it, taking some time to really enjoy this person that you've got living in your house with you is just so critical to getting to all of you, to your family, getting through this time. And so I just encourage that. Find the fun in moments that are not always so fun. Yeah. We never think that uh, our kids are going to leave, you know, when they're in elementary. And as I think both of you know, the time does come. And so that it's good information that you all have shared today to Uh, help our parents kind of get prepared. So I really appreciate your time and thank you so much for your um, information. Our pleasure. 
Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. I'm just reminded after listening to our elementary, middle, and high, just how important our school counselors are in our Rockingham County Public Schools, how um, they really support our students at every single stage. And I do hope that we are able to to take a little bit from this lesson. And, and I know that I have as a parent. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the RCPS Community Partner Cafe. If you would like to learn more about the information discussed on this podcast, visit us at www.rcps.net. If you have questions related to your own child, please contact their school directly. The information shared on this podcast does not substitute for advice directly related to your child. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, be sure to share. Share.